You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Shouldn't you be at work? Ratis Duta! Oh, what a fantastic hit! Back in towards Brecker! And that is an absolute gem of a goal. George Ware on the prowl, bang! Di Matteo to Signore. Fabulous strike. And here's an opportunity. Zola, lovely dummy. Oh, what a goal for Palmer. And here's Victor. Rabanelli again. Pancho. This is Deschamps. And it's two. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, oh it No. Hello and welcome back to Quickly Kevin. Will he score? I am Chris Gold. Joining me, Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And some say he's had the lenses of his glasses specially adapted to allow him to see the grey Man United third kit in crystal clear vision. It's Mr. Michael Marden. Hello. This week we are talking about memorabilia. Very exciting. Um, thank you for all your votes so far and all your responses uh, to the topics, uh, hot topics, we should say, that we've discussed so far. Today we were discussing... I've brought mine in. Favourites of memorabilia. But before that, your correspondence. You've got mail. This is from uh, Richard Morse, and it's called Something Very 90s. He says, I leafed through the autobiography of Mark Walters in a bookshop to see if he made any mention of his brief loan spell at my club, Stoke City. I mean, what a bleak day that is, Richard. No <laughs> offence. I'm presuming Richard didn't go in specifically to leaf through Mark Walters' autobiography to see his views on Stoke. Um, I didn't find anything about Stoke, but did find a picture. So this is a picture. You know, they have the middle section. Yeah. So uh, Richard Moore, you can see he's in a bookshop because you can see all the other books behind it. He's taken a photo of one of the pictures, the final page of Mark Walters' pictures. I'm not saying he's run out of pictures. I've covered the caption. See if you can identify what that picture is. At the Legends match with Coronation <laughs> Street star Jim McDonald. It's a picture of Mark Walters enjoying a half a beer with Jim McDonald from Coronation <laughs> Street. And that's made it into his autobiography. Wow. His autobiography, Winging It. Um, that is an amazing um, thing to include in your autobiography. It's one of the, the 12 pictures that sum up your life. I love good footballer autobiography puns on the title. Yeah. Winging It's a great one. Yeah. West Ham had a footballer called Mark Ward who eventually went to prison. And oh, his yeah. autobiography is called From Right Wing to H Wing. 
Um, so uh, yeah, if you've got uh, your favourite football autobiography titles or uh, any great photos that have been included uh, to make up the numbers in footballers' autobiographies, this is from Perry Ambler, and it is. Uh, Hi guys, I thought you'd appreciate this. I was looking for a traditional type of curry place in Nottingham and stumbled across the Balti House. As I searched their website for information, I was astonished to see their special menu, 9.99 for two courses, was launched back in 1992 by Dean Saunders, Teddy Sheringham, and Terry Wilson, who I'm not aware of. What the the, the menu was? The- yeah, they had a launch night for a menu item. Even more uh, so than the two and a half players and their names on it, even more so, they still have to brag about this 20 years on on the website. See the attached screen grab. There is a picture of Dean Saunders, Teddy Sheringham, the other footballer, launching the Balti menu. (laughs) So what do you reckon's gone on there? Do you reckon they're being paid to launch the special menu? Oh, unless it's a local. Well, Teddy Sheringham might have been at Nottingham Forest at the time. Dean Saunders might have been at Derby, or would he have been at Liverpool by that point? There's a couple of good footballing curry houses. Um, if you, in Brick Lane, in Shoreditch, East London, there's one particular curry house with a, it has on the, in the window a few big celebrities, but the biggest one in Laminate is Harry Redknapp in there picking up a curry. Oh. And you, it, not even sit down. He's no, getting, sit, he's, he's in there like collecting the uh. take. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about it in Series 1 when I was at Uni of Southampton. Francis Benali and Matt Letizier own a stake in a curry house. Yeah. And when you used to go in, there would be a little shrine of, of uh, Francis Benali. It's like a picture of Benali in a Southampton kit. Yeah. If you're Francis Benali and you own that curry house, did he have anything on the menu that was like, Lamb Benali? <laughs> if not, why not? The usual address, if you have anything on any of those topics or anything you think we might be interested in, you know what we like by now, is here. Also get in touch if you know how to make a chicken lettuce. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin and sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com. Now, it's two on to Chris in our uh, saga of a new game. Uh, Do I like that? Do I like that? There is four scenarios left. You're given a uh, footballing personality and a situation. I want you to tell me what they would choose to do, and I will decide which is the most likely. One, two, three, or four. I would like number one, please. Number one. It's 1998. Robbie Fowler. It's quite late to this, but he's joined the CD revolution. He's bought his first CD stereo, and he wants to get one album on CD to start his collection. What album does Robbie Fowler start his collection with? Chris, would you like to go first? So, when you think of Robbie Fowler, you think of popular culture, and you think of pop. And I don't think Robbie Fowler has sophisticated album taste. I don't even think he's really a big buyer of the album format at all. We're talking compilations, and it doesn't get much better than now. He's going about now 28, now 30. Now, 28 to 30. That is a good, and that is Ro- a great... And Fowler himself will tell you. I thought that. That's Fowler it. himself will say, why buy an album when you can just pick up the singles? <laughs> it's a great answer. I wouldn't want to be a Michael Schumer at this moment. <laughs> yeah, tough, tough act to follow that. Uh, so I think, I'm going in a different direction. I think, I think you're right. I think Fowler maybe isn't wired in to popular culture. You know, he's not reading Enemy. He's not Pat Nevin. Right? No. 
but I think he's getting recommendations from fellow players. I also know he's a Liverpool boy at heart, so I think he's picking up the latest cast album. The latest cast album? Yeah. The the latest... (laughs) Not the first one. Not the first one. Cast have more than one album. Yeah. So he's not picking up All Change? No. All Change is 95. I think 97, Mother Nature Calls has come out. He's gone in. Someone has recommended cast, and he's gone in, and he's picked up Mother Nature Calls. He's picked up the inferior next album. And let's put him off cast and music for life. Uh, yeah. It's a really tough call here between Now 30 and Mother Nature Calls by cast. I mean, I, you know, I'd give it to Chris. So. Yeah, I think he's got it. It's 3-1 to Chris. 3-1. Absolutely smashing it. Uh, now that's what I call winning 3-1. If you've seen Robbie Fowler buy a CD or if you've got any Do I Like That questions, do send them to the usual address. Now... This week we are choosing our favourite 90s football memorabilia. I will start because I have brought an example of mine. I brought an example of a Tonka sports star. Whoa. (laughs) If you're not aware what these are, these were, prior to Corinthians, they're much more realistic uh, plastic football models of various players. And they have movable arms and movable kind of uh, waists and torsos, which is of no use because the legs are fixed. So all you can do is turn him around so he's, he's facing away from his body. There's no fun to be... He's not an action man because it's, it's fixed to the grass of the floor. Uh, have you seen these before, Chris? No, I don't, I don't think I had these. So they're around, they were around late 80s, early 90s. I had loads of them because uh, I remember... This must be about 92. We went into um, Toys R Us in Plymouth, which was at the time the biggest toy shop in Europe. And they had them all reduced, and my dad bought them all, and uh, he demanded that we keep them in the plastic packaging, because he's heard that that had led to the rise of Star Wars value. <laughs> and he believed that he was going to be sitting on the same gold mine with the Tonga sports stars. <laughs> um, this is a player called Alofs, who I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> now, What is that team? I don't know what the team is. I don't know who is the team Betis? is. They've got Opal as their sponsor. It's, it was, it's Bordeaux. It's Bordeaux. Yeah. They had a very weird selection of people. So you had Maradona at Napoli, you had Marco van Basten playing for Holland, and then you had um, Derek Mountfield playing for Aston Villa. It was very odd. And they only had four different poses. So there was, or that amount-ish. So there was one which is that one, which is just the normal running along dribbling the ball. There was one where he was doing a kind of slide tackle, but the player was just kind of looking at the camera. Do you remember that (laughs) one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a goal. Goalies would all be lying doing a save. Yeah. Um, and there was another one which was like a kind of leg in the air volley. Volley, yeah. I, ha- I had uh, Van Basten, Hullet and Rijkaard in their AC Milan kits. And yeah. Van Basten was doing the classic volley. I don't know whether they were marketed across Europe, but they had a very kind of far ahead of 20 years later when we've got interest in European football. Had a really European like bent to who they had chosen to do. Well, I would love to know how many units... Klaus Alofs of Bordeaux was shifting in the UK. <laughs> and and um, what, like, just they'd come, with a little, they'd come with a little certificate. Yeah, there was a little card, like a little sort of fact card that came with it as so well. So, just to but describe. What are, you do- what are you doing with this? I don't know. You it's just, just put it on a figure. shelf. Yeah, I think it's just to put it on a shelf. It's like a little ornament of Klaus Alofs. <laughs> what are you doing with a Corinthian figure, I suppose? Everyone remembers Corinthian figures. They were very kind of here today gone tomorrow kind of 
thing, but they were a really big thing at the time. Do you remember them, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've still, on my shelf at home, I've got the AC Milan players, and I've got about maybe half a dozen of them still boxed. I'm with your dad. Like, I'm holding out. That Walter Zenga. That that unopened Walter Zenga is going to be my retirement fund. (laughs) That's such a load of rubbish, isn't it? These small collectibles are worth hundreds of pounds. No, they're not. It's such a lie. No no one has ever gone on Antiques Roadshow with a Tonka Suit Sports star. (laughs) Fiona Bruce yeah, who lives in that big house there's a guy who had some Tonka sports <laughs> shall I go next yeah. so for, for my piece of memorabilia I've gone for the international cap now occasionally on this show we'll go in and talk about subject matter having done no research about it and that is exactly what I'm doing now I don't understand what the cap was why they would give them to an England player or an international player why you would get a cap it obviously started with England do players still get caps now? I don't think they do. So I think when not. you get to a landmark, I remember Ashley Cole got a hunt when he they, got to hundred. They, they gave him a golden one. They still, they do definitely still get caps. But every game, no, well, it's you get a, every appearance you get a cap unless it's a tournament, and then you just get one cap for yeah. that whole tournament. So, uh, like, if you've got a hundred caps, so that's not you might fair, only have it? eighty physical caps because you might have played like six games at Italia ninety. So it's yeah, it's a weird system, but they definitely like, still get them. What were they? They don't make sense. Like. I love those pictures of players and it's just holding like the cap, the whole press fucking shot. road. No, yeah. but like you go to their home and there's got like sixty caps. It's like, do you keep them on display all the it's time? Weird, Are they in a it? box it somewhere? Was a, it was. A, they felt like such a bigger thing back in the day when I was a kid. I remember like the international cap, the physical thing was quite a big. I'm sure I've got a memory of Peter Shilton going on like going live or live and kicking or something, and. Trevor and Simon putting all his caps on his head. <laughs> I'm sure I've got that memory. <laughs> but you don't really have that equivalent anymore. No one's bothered about the cap. It's certainly, if it's still going on, it's behind closed doors. We haven't got a modern equivalent of the cap. No, I do miss it. I do yeah. miss that being a central thing. Maybe it's just not talked about because football is too like cool these days for it. And yeah. also, like, the, I, like, this is a consequence of that, but like the fun international press shoot. Like you can go on Google and find loads of good image, like Graham Lasso with a big lion, or like like yeah. like an England debutant holding their cap. You don't get that anymore. No. You're never going to see Raheem Sterling with a no. massive lion. Oh, it's too controlled these days. You mm. never see Raheem Sterling with a massive lion. That's the, <laughs> you want to change yours yeah. to that massive yeah. lion? Yeah, the lack of massive guys wearing lion outfits taking pictures of England team. Is it? I, is it technically memorabilia? England caps? Could can you can you purchase an England cap or is it sort of? Oh, play, sure, you could. I guess if the player was in financial trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Peter Shilton. He's got plenty to sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I, I missed Brexit, them. Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have gone for memorabilia. Uh, Sabutio, in in a world pre computer games yeah. and post computer games as well. Uh, I was absolutely obsessed with Sabutio when I was a kid, and I think there's a part of me. You know how like people men retire and they sort of convert their loft space and they build like a miniature train set. Yeah, there's a part of me that thinks in my seventies if I'm still alive. I'm going to be in a crawl space in my attic somewhere, rebuilding the San Siro by hand, hand painting like <laughs> Inter Milan, AC Milan colours, working floodlights. I, would... I was never into it. Oh my god! I like the bit you set it all up and it'd be, f- and then you play the game. The game was rubbish. I, wasn't. I couldn't it agree was... with Josh more. It, it was, was so, so rubbish. So I... the theatre of it is so much better than the actual game. No. Like getting the stand and the ref and like the game itself is rubbish. I. I have I have won trophies 
playing Sabutio. <laughs> when I was a kid, when uh, uh, on the Isle of Wight, they did like an inter-youth football like Sabutio tournament. So everyone in your local team would play in a tournament and then the winner of that would then play in like a sort of Champions League against the other teams. And then the winner of that would then go to like county level and you play teams around Hampshire. So I won the local and the island one and I was due to like go around Hampshire and play other kids at Sabutio. Basically, I ended up in a, in a freak accident. I shot my friend with an air rifle. And I got gra- I got grounded. <laughs> the Isle of Wight, man. I got grounded. Like World War Z out there. Freak accident. So I, 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 Come on, mate. I wasn't allowed to play in this Sabutio tournament. That was my punishment. Oh, do you remember the... There was two kind of rivals to Sabutio that never did that well. There was the one where it had like a magnetic ball and you press that was awful. I had that press game. the players I, down. That was, shoot that was, ball. I actually had that. It was, un, I think it was unplayable. It was a lot better than Sabutio. No, At least there was an element of you game could, in you it. You could dribble, but you couldn't shoot. You press the thing down and you just impale your hand. That game was. Do you know the best one that was uh, that was the cricket one where you would position your field oh, and the that ball was going. That was great. Yeah, that was so um, good. There was also a thing called Tommy. Um, I don't know what it was called, but it was like it was like a little stadium, and you twist the, and the players would move up and down there. It was a bit yeah. like a kind of um, mechanical yeah. football. It's an electronic thing, yeah, yeah. Football where the players could move like up and down rather than just yeah. In a fixed that position. was that. I always, I really wanted to play that, but I'm not sure it would have lived up to my expectations. Um, just while we're like slagging off different games, <laughs> table football. Never oh, come on. It, there's bad. no skill in it whatsoever. It. The theatre of it is so much better than the actual game. It turns that, out that football is actually far too complicated to play in board game form. That's yeah, right. Any, yeah. any, any of these things are wrong. Yeah. That reminds me of the worst thing I thought about Sabutio. Do you remember the, the goals? The nets would be really loosely put on, the nets would just be falling oh. off the goal. And also, when you're controlling your goalkeeper, obviously the whole goal is moving with it. Yeah. It's just sliding underneath. Like, no, fundamentally no. impossible. No, you, you pin the goals down and you, you net the net. Oh, properly. The, and, and the, the creases in the pitch. Oh, the creases. No, Forget it. You buy the AstroTurf pitch, you just roll it out, it's like slick uh, every time. Awful. Well. <laughs> You the, guys are playing non-league Sabutio. Yeah. <laughs> Democracy will decide. What is the best uh, piece of memorabilia from the 90s? Is it Tonga Sports Stars? Is it Sabutio? Or is it International Caps? Or is it your own suggestion? Tweet us your suggestions. We'll put our favourite one of yours, plus R3, to the vote on Twitter. Now, before we go, the quiz. I'm 3 and all down. I need the spirit of Istanbul here, don't I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, as always, Josh and Chris will play each other in a 90s-based football quiz. The winner picks which song plays at the end of the show. Now, this week, because it's a memorabilia episode, and coincidentally, I didn't know what Josh was going to pick, but the quiz is based around Tonka Sports Stars. Now, on the back of the box of a Tonka Sports Star figure, it lists every player available. So what I want you to do for this quiz is I'm going to give you the club, and I want you to take turns to pick the player that they have deemed worthy enough to make a Tonka okay. figure of. Now you get, this is you get three lives each and then last man standing wins the quiz. Okay, so I think there's a rough time period. It's sort of like late 80s into early okay. 90s. Sort of think okay. like Euro 88 onwards. Yeah. First up, uh, we're going to go with Manchester United and they have picked five players. Okay. Josh, you're going to go first. Brian Robson. Correct. Norman Whiteside? Incorrect. Ah, uh, Jim Layton? Correct. I think I had Jim Layton. I remember having Jim Layton. Um, Paul McGrath? Incorrect. 2-0 up. Blimey. 
So we're going to switch from Manchester United now. We're going to switch to Liverpool. Josh, your turn. Barnes? Correct. Beardsley? Correct. Rush? Correct. Grobola? Correct. Okay. I'm going to switch now again. You could have also had Kenny Dugleish or Steve Nicol. <laughs> Next up, Tottenham Hotspur. Five options available. Josh? Lineker? Correct. I, again, I don't think it's glamorous enough, but I could see it happening. Paul Allen? Incorrect. Oh, he's gone. You could have also had Paul Stewart or Paul Walsh. Okay, so Josh, you win. 3-1 overall. What song would you like to play out at the end of the show? Well, I think there's only one thing to uh, go with as the uh, final song, and that is the opening track to the second cast album. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what it is. And remember, uh, the final episode of this series is a special on 97-98 Championship Manager. If you have any stories on any element of that, we will have the game, so we can check anything if you want it checked. Special Do I Remember This Right would be wonderful. Then do contact us. Hello at quicklykevin.com. Give me some time to be me. Give me the space that I need. We'll be back very soon. Until then, Robbie Slater. See you later. Give me some time to be me. I gotta open my eyes to see. Give me the air that I breathe. Give me the taste that is sweet. Feeding the space that's in me. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.